The Zevol podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week eight of our Scorching Six picks. Uh, on the line, uh, joining me from Vancouver, Canada, Green Bay Packers fan, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, my nigga? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. How's life in Canada? It's bad. I'm sick. The weather's fucking cold. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, got six... Uh, Exciting matchups on this week's uh, Scorching Six slate. Uh, we'll start with the early afternoon games on Sunday. Uh, with the Oakland Raiders traveling all the way east to Buffalo to take on the Bills. And we got the Bills minus two and a half in this one. What do you think? I like the Bills in this one easily. Uh, Buffalo is a hard place to play. And uh, they have a good team. I mean... They're a little banged up, but I still like them to win it. Uh, Oakland C is terrible, but I'm going with Buffalo on this one. All right, uh, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think uh, Buffalo uh, right now is sitting pretty well at 4-2. and two. I, I saw Buffalo play against Cincinnati in person. Uh, they probably should have won that game as well. Uh, they made a lot of stupid mistakes. They could easily be 5-1. and one. And easily be atop the AFC East at this point in the season. And then the Raiders uh, could have easily lost last week against Kansas City, but give them credit. They had to uh, three different plays that they had. They had to score three different times, basically, in the game to win that game against Kansas City. And uh, they pulled out a, an excellent win against a quality Kansas City team. And uh, But this, uh, this week, uh, they're going to Buffalo, traveling all the way across the country, uh, when the game starts, uh, they're going to be at a on a 10 a.m. start time, uh, considering that they live in the West Coast. And uh, I think just the Bills' defense uh, is really good. And then offensively as well, I think Tyrod Taylor and LaShawn McCoy can make some plays. And I'm going to go Bills in this one. I'm going to go 28-24 Bills and swallow the two and a half points. So uh, with that, we'll move into the second game. And it's going to be... Uh, early afternoon game as well. Uh, NFC South divisional battle. We've got the Carolina Panthers traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. And we've got the home team laying one and a half points. What do you think? Uh, I like Carolina in this one. I mean, uh start of the season, I really thought T- Tampa Bay was going to break out, but it hasn't been what I thought it was. Uh, the defense is really bad. And uh, Cam's kind of picking up his pace, and they're kind of starting their run game now with uh, McCaffrey and get, still giving Stewart some carries. But I like the away team, and I think they went out right by a touchdown. Okay, uh, this one's kind of a little tough. I uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on some uh, Panther stuff. Uh, uh, Cam Newton uh, obviously walked out on a press conference, uh, I think, Tuesday, and then... Uh, a radio guy, a known radio guy that we listen to very uh, frequently, Colin Cowherd, is always 
uh, been critical of Cam. Uh, I think he brought back the, the the scam Newton thing on Monday and called him a complete scam. The way he plays quarterback, he's regressing uh, since that Super Bowl uh, season, the season where he took the Panthers to the Super Bowl and won the MVP. Uh, what do you see in Cam as a quarterback? Uh, do you see him regressing, pro- progressing? I mean, where exactly where he was at two years ago, or what do you what do you see from him moving forward? Uh, I don't see him regressing or progressing. I still see him as the same quarterback, and uh, he just doesn't, he's not fully mature yet. He he doesn't know how to handle a lot when it comes to, and he doesn't know how to handle the media. You, you should you shouldn't let the media get to your head, and you should be able to handle that good. Okay. With that being said, uh, I guess the another question I have for you in regards to the Panthers. Uh, uh, I heard somewhere. Um, Someone compare Christian McCaffrey to basically Danny Woodhead. He's basically a six foot Danny Woodhead. What What's your thoughts on that uh, that statement? Uh, I think it's too early to judge that uh, still because Jonathan Stewart's there and they're not giving him full carries. But I don't think that's uh, too off. But I think he'll be a better version of Danny Woodhead. Okay, fair enough. Uh, back to the game in my pick. Uh, uh, Panthers uh, plus one and a half in this one. Uh, I don't know about this one. I mean, this one is... Yeah, I would think... Uh, I would have to lean Panthers in this one. Getting a point and a half and then coming off a week, uh, sluggish week against Chicago last week where they got beat by a quarterback who only had four completions in Mitch Trubisky on the Bears. And then uh, they pretty much just got beat on the two fumble returns, I believe, by the Bears and... I don't think they make those same mistakes uh, this week in better weather in Tampa. And I think Cam will play better than he did last week against uh, Chicago. I'm going to go 31 to 28 uh, Carolina, excuse me, in this one. And I'm going to take Carolina plus one and a half and agree with you. And that'll take us to the late afternoon games. First late afternoon game, uh, close to where you're at right now. And I, I believe you were there last night. Uh, Seattle, Washington. Uh, you got the home team Seahawks hosting the Houston Texans and laying six and a half points. What do you think? I like Seattle on this one a lot. Uh, Houston's getting banged up left and right. Uh, I believe J.J. Watt is out this season already. I believe Xavier Clowney went out. And uh, just recently today, I don't know exactly what the Houston Texans owner made. He made a comment, and DeAndre Hopkins wasn't happy with it. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on one part. I think Seattle will win the game. I just don't know if they can win by six and a half. That's the only thing I question. So I'm going to go Houston plus six and a half in this one. And then I might even take Houston to win if they had their full array of uh, defensive ends, uh, such as J.J. Watt, Jadavion Clowney, Merciless. Uh, ever since uh, Merciless and J.J. Watt were drafted in I believe 2011 or 2012, they've had the most sacks as a defensive end duo since that point until the point they got injured this season. So both of those guys are out. That's a, Those are two huge losses for Houston defensively. And given that Seattle's offensive line is one of the worst in the entire NFL, they can't really chase Russell Wilson and make pressure him into bad throws and bad decisions. So... Because of that, I'm going to take Seattle to win the game. I, I think it's a low-scoring game. I, I think Seattle wins 20-17. to 17, 
but I'm taking the Texans plus six and a half, Seattle to win the game 20 to 17. And with that, we'll move into the Fox game of the week, NFC East divisional battle, both teams three and three. Uh, the Washington Redskins, the home team, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And we've got the Dallas Cowboys minus two in this one. What do you think? Uh, I think I'm going with the Cowboys there. Uh, Zeke is still playing, so that's big. Dak is playing. And I'm just not a fan of the Redskins. Jerome uh, Pryor has not panned out to who the Redskins thought he'd be. Jameson Crowder has shown off. Jordan Reed hasn't played as well, so I like the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, Cowboys are coming off a absolute uh, scorching of the 49ers, 40-10 to 10 last week, and the Redskins coming off a very tough loss against uh, another divisional opponent in the Philadelphia Eagles. Seems like they, could, they, could, they couldn't really stop Carson Wentz, and now they're going to deal with another mobile quarterback in Dak Prescott, and then... A great offensive line with the Cowboys. And then uh, Ezekiel Elliott, as you mentioned, still uh, on the field and not serving a suspension yet. And he had a great game last week. And he seems to really be getting it going the uh, past couple weeks and uh, kind of getting back to the his rookie season form. So uh, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I'm going to take Dallas minus two. I think they win this one. Uh, I'm going to go 30-21 to 21 in this one. Dallas wins. And uh, we'll agree on that one. I'll move into the Sunday night game in prime time. Uh, we've got the Detroit Lions hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we've got Pittsburgh laying three points in this one. What do you think? I like Detroit this one. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh, they're good. But uh, they just have it. Uh, Martinez Bryant is going to be out. I think he wants out uh, of the... Pittsburgh in general, but he, he won't be playing. Uh, and Detroit plays well at home, and their defense is solid, so I like Detroit in this one to win outright. Okay. I'm going to go the other way. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus three. I think they're, they've are they kind of figured out their the identity of their team. Uh, thus far, they were kind of a little sluggish to start the season, first three, four games, but then they've had a quality win over Kansas City. And then uh, another win the following week. And looks like their their defense has really proven to be one of the better defenses in the league. First seven games, I think they're second in the league in yards allowed. Uh, Joe Hayden is playing real well. Ryan Shazier is forming into be one of the better linebackers in the league. And I think that's the identity of the team right now. The, the defense has been really good. And then Le'Veon Bell is really rounding into form. I think they got to go the ground and pound model. Uh, run the ball, control the clock, and then let their defense do the work against uh, Matthew Stafford and the Lions' offense in this one. And because of that, I think they will pull out. And I'm going to swallow the three points and take Pittsburgh. I'm going to go uh, 24 to 20 in this one. So uh, with that, we'll go move into our last game, Scorching Six. Monday night in primetime, AFC West Divisional Battle at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. You got the home team Chiefs hosting the Denver Broncos and laying seven points. What do you think? This is tough. That's a really hard number because Denver is a good team, but Kansas City is also a hard place to play. In, but we're still going with Denver. Denver to cover this. Their defense is really good, and even though their offense hasn't been playing well, uh, 
Okay, uh, I don't know about this one. I mean, uh, Kansas City coming off a tough loss, close loss against Pittsburgh, and then uh, down to the wire loss against Oakland on the road. And then I don't know which Kansas City team we're going to see in this one on Monday night. Are we going to see the team that kind of puts up uh, 40 points and blows out the, the Broncos or kind of uh, we see a defensive battle? I, I'm going to go with the defensive battle just because uh, the Broncos' identity is their defense and I think the Chiefs, uh, their identity might have to become their defense in this one as well. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you at, and take Denver plus seven in this one. But uh, I think the Chiefs win the win the game. And I'm gonna go kind of low scoring. Uh, I'm gonna go 19 to 17 Chiefs. But I'm gonna take Denver plus seven. So with that, I'll wrap it up for the week eight slate of scorching six. And uh, Rebound, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on. I want to give a shout-out to my cousins Harun and Anas here in Vancouver, Canada. Shout-out to Harun and Anas uh, out there in Surrey, B.C. Uh, hope you guys are having a good time. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And I will see you guys next week for Week 9 Scorching Six Picks.